Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Kate Faulkner. Hello, hope you're okay. Thank you for downloading today's podcast on Tuesday, May 30th. Our top story today, as the cost of living crisis creates a wave of closures in the hospitality industry, one pub near Tenterden says they're so busy they're having to turn people away. Bosses at the Ferry Inn in Stone and Oxney have now revealed plans to expand. Lucy's been following this story. Lucy, we're so used to seeing stories of pubs closing. This is such a welcome change. Yes, two and a half years of COVID challenges and now the cost of living crisis have seen pubs across the county run out of business. But Paul Withers Green, who's the landlord at the Ferry Inn, says they're so busy that on Easter Monday alone they had to turn away as many as 70 people. He's now putting in plans to transform the venue and make it bigger in the hope that if he's able to welcome more customers, that could offset the rising food and energy prices. Do we have any details of the expansion plans? Well, despite being one of the more successful pub stories, health inspectors would like to see an upgrade to the Grade 2 listed building. There are plans to revamp the cramped kitchen and create more space inside at the bar. They've also purchased 2.5 acres of land so they can create a bigger and better beer garden for the warmer weather. Thanks, Lucy. Statistics out earlier this year showed more than 150 pubs across England and Wales closed in the first three months of this year due to rising costs and customers choosing to rein in their spending. In an interview with Kent Online, Paul credits the Ferry Inn's success to their excellent team and he hopes the plans are approved so they can carry on their good work. Kent Online reports. Also making news today, a supply teacher from Medway has lost his job after posting on Facebook about children targeting his home. Michael Flynn says a group of youngsters tried to steal his bike before threatening his wife. They apparently came back the next day with a large rock and looked ready to throw it at a window. Michael's been sacked from Twiddle Primary and says he's heartbroken. I'm left feeling vulnerable at home and also vulnerable on my future. I have no other form of income and no savings to supplement me through this difficult time. And all I did was protect the community, report a crime, and for that, for some reason, I've been penalised in the most harsh uh, and volatile of fashions. And uh, I've never had to deal with something like this before. And it's heartbreaking that something like this, something as stupid as this, uh, and uh, a glittering 21-year teaching career. You know, I've seen a youth aim a brick to throw it through my window. I've had property attempted to be stolen. I've had my wife threatened with a knife attack and also uh, a breaking and entering and a rape situation. We reported to the police. And um, here we stand with no answers and no resolution and no justice. And I think it's incredibly fair, unfair. Unless we take a stand against this criminal behaviour in our community, then what kind of future society or community are we creating? The schools say they've parted ways because of safeguarding concerns. He appears to have broken their social media policy. This is another one of our most read stories today. A Maidstone man has been found with indecent material on DVD when police visited his home to make sure he was sticking to the conditions of a sexual harm prevention order. Roland Simmons has been the subject of the order since 2005 when he was jailed for possessing and distributing indecent images of children. He was also banned from owning a computer and being in the presence of children under the age of 16 without parental consent. Officers attended his Ruskin Road home after discovering he had a Facebook account which showed pictures of him with 
with children. They found the 57-year-old to also be in possession of the offensive DVD. He remains out on bail ahead of sentencing next month. Kent Online reports. The Prime Minister's been in Kent to announce a crackdown on illegal vaping. We're here actually at a centre of excellence in Kent because this is a laboratory which is on the front line of testing for illegal vapes. And what we're announcing today is a clampdown on illegal vaping. I'm particularly concerned, first and foremost as a parent, dad of two young girls, uh, about the worrying rise in the number of young people who are vaping. So we're announcing a range of things today that will help us clamp down on that. We're going to ban the distribution of free samples to children when it comes to vapes. We have created a new hit squad funded by millions of pounds, which is going to be able to test for illegal vapes, but also clamp down on those shops or car boot sales that are selling them to children. We're changing the guidance in schools. And we're also considering going further with regard to the marketing, promotion and appearance of vapes where they look like they're deliberately targeted children. You know, all of that is concerning. There's a really strong package of measures today which are going to help us clamp down on it. And actually this lab here in Kent is uh, on the forefront of it and is a centre of excellence in doing this. I want all children to know that this is illegal. Right? Actually, it's illegal for children to be vaping. The shops who are selling you these things are carrying out a criminal activity. It's wrong, and you should know that, because these are very harmful. They're very harmful for your health, and it's not the same as an adult who used to smoke and is using vapes to stop smoking. That's a helpful thing. But when it comes to children, they shouldn't be vaping at all. It's illegal and wrong. Anyone trying to sell you a vape is doing something that's a criminal offence, and you should just say no. Um, in reality, how much do you think carers will care about this, this project in comparison to problems like inflation and the cost of living squeeze? So I've set out five very clear priorities for the country to halve inflation, grow the economy, reduce debt, cut waiting lists and stop the boats. Those are my five national priorities. I've been very clear about those. I believe that those are the country's priorities. The biggest challenge families face is with the cost of living. That's why my first priority is to halve inflation. That's why we decided to tax the windfall profits of energy companies and use that money to help pay around half of a typical household's energy bill. That support is worth £1,500 to ease the burden. So I think people can see that that is something I take very seriously and we're acting on it. You know, I, I do also, as a parent, care about the rise in the number of young people who are vaping. I think that's wrong. And that's why we've announced a, a range of measures today to clamp down on it. I think parents will be reassured to know the government is on their side. We want to protect our children, which is why we're banning the sale, or not sale, we're banning the distribution of free samples to children. It's why we've created a new hit squad backed with millions of pounds of money to test for illegal products, send them to labs like this here in Kent, but also clamp down on those shops or car boot sales that are selling vapes illegally to children. And we're considering going further when it comes to the marketing promotion and appearance of vapes which look if you look at them a lot of them are not designed to be used by adults in business meetings right those are designed deliberately to target children and that's something that we should be concerned about because that's illegal by law the devices shouldn't be sold to under 18s but retailers can give out free samples the pm hopes closing that loophole will work two people have been arrested following reports of a fight involving eight people in ramsgate british transport police say the incident turned out to be a robbery officers were grabbing a coffee when they saw the suspects walk in and and managed to detain them. A Mepham woman who stalked her former partner 
partner and his new girlfriend for months has been given a restraining order. Elizabeth Blackstone called him up to 100 times a day, harassed them both in person and even changed his Facebook password before posting on his account. The 29-year-old from Arnold Avenue has been ordered to pay more than £350 and attend rehab sessions. A reformed gang member says the number of young people in Kent choosing to carry a knife is sad and concerning. It's after a week-long crackdown on knife crime in the county saw almost 100 weapons seized and 13 people arrested. Operation Scepter was carried out as officers continue to investigate a number of stabbings, including an alleged murder in Dartford. Lennox Rogers is from Refocus Project, which is based in the town. It's all very sad. People have had enough, really. Um, Young people are more and more um, scared to go out without some protection and they feel that um, a knife will help them. Um, They feel that they have been failed by the criminal justice system, especially the parents of young people that have been um, affected uh, or had a loved one killed um, because the police uh, often um, catch the criminals and then um, the CPS may find, oh, there's not enough evidence or um, some judge that is possibly out of touch, um, you know, gives them a lenient sentence. And um, it just makes mockery and sends out the wrong message. So I think that we've moved away from our tougher stance Um And we've just let young people get away with, you know, murder, literally. And it's left a lot of victims' families feeling enraged about it. Um, So it's all very, it makes our job very hard to be able to go out there and talk to young people about the consequences because gangs are always saying, uh, you, you know, showing them how they'll get away with it. Um, you know, and there's um, and so because of those types of things, um, it just people just don't care anymore. You say how hard it makes your job. What are young people saying to you? You mentioned earlier that young people are feeling scared, and that's why they need protection. What What are you hearing when you talk to young people? Yeah, um, young people, um, y- you know. When I talk to young people, um, they feel uh, um, afraid. They feel that the police, there's not enough police to police the streets. Um, the police were cut um, and now they're trying to um, get back some of the, the numbers that they lost and they, they're spread very thinly. Um, they don't feel safe. Um, they feel that um, people are getting away with things they're seeing um you know people who have committed knife crime um and often been caught with knives and being let go and so it just makes them feel afraid that um they can't go out or um they have to be careful when they go to certain places and um so this has caused um, young people to, um, there's a lot of young people who feel afraid to come to places like Dartford, um, where um, recently a young lad, um, 18 year old lost his life. Um, and they just feel in some of the local communities that, um, you, you know, that they have to be careful, especially if they, they are on their own. 
um, they feel they're a target. There's no, um, there's no one to make them feel safe. And um, they think they have to carry their own protection. Um, and it's all wrong, really. I think um, we, we really need to do something. But um, I think some of the people that make these laws, they're out of touch. He wants more investment in education and mental health support. Kent Police say they have a zero-tolerance policy for knife crime. Kent Online reports. Plans to transform an historic fort in Dover into a hotel, restaurants, art galleries and music studio have been officially launched. The Citadel at Western Heights is made up of more than 50 buildings and 33 acres of land. The people behind the development say it'll breathe new life into the town. There are fears a village near City Board won't be able to cope with a planned development of 300 new homes. Early work at Frognor Lane in Tenham is set to get underway this year, but residents say the infrastructure isn't in place. The project will also include a new employment space, sports pitch, pavilion and allotment. Residents of a village in Dover have expressed their anger at new signs for a housing development, which they say are too big and too distracting. The six signs have been put up for the Lydon Hills development, with some saying they look more like something tourists would see in Spain rather than than a British village. They include three flagpoles, which are proposed to stay on the site until April next year. Kent Online reports. A Kent fish and chip shop is calling for more government support as the price of potatoes has more than doubled. Lewis's Fish and Grill would normally pay about £12 for a bag this time of year, but they're now having to fork out 25 The business was launched in Maidstone four years ago and they've had to deal with droughts, COVID and the cost of living crisis. One of the owners, Gavin Lewis, says a potato shortage is now causing even more problems. What we're being told is that it's due simply down to big business buying up lots and lots of potatoes the likes of McCain's, Walker's, Tesco's and supermarkets because they don't want to run out. It's a bit frustrating because small businesses like us, we're the backbone of industry in the UK. You know, we, we pay our fair share of taxes and we've been hit so much. We've really taken a battering um, because, you know, it seems like one crisis after another after another. So we've come out of we've come out of the COVID and that's been difficult for everybody. Um, but especially the hospitality industry. And then we've had Brexit. So we've lost, a, you know, a lot of key workers uh, that come from, you know, Europe. Uh, so we've lost some key workers. Um, then we've had the energy crisis, then we've had Ukraine. Ukraine's had a big impact on us because that's where a lot of uh, rapeseed products, uh, rapeseed is, is, is grown over there. So that hasn't been able to be done, so that's created another supply and demand issue in the UK. So the cost of oil doubled overnight. Then there was a restriction to how much oil you were allowed to buy in the uh, cash and carries and the, the merchants. Um, so that had its struggles as well. And now we're, doing, we're, we're having the same with potatoes. So we've got oil, we've got flour, we've got potatoes, and also there's a stealth tax being added to fish on the import of, uh, importation, importation of fish. So the price of fish has gone up astronomically as well. So in our industry, there are fish and chip shops closing every day up and down the country. 
just simply because it just it, it doesn't make any sense to stay open. And it's such a pity because it's what the UK is all about, fish and chips. As an industry standard, I think the price of fish and chips has gone up. And I think people will have seen that when they come in and buy it. We really try to keep our margins low um, because partly because of the stigma of you know fish and chips always being seen as a cheap meal. We are a resilient bunch. We've been through hard times, we've been through good times. We carry on, but a, hand, a helping hand from government, some government intervention would be so grateful. He's calling for a cut in the amount of VAT they have to pay. A Kent motorist who received a parking fine for straddling a white line in a shopping centre car park has blamed the spaces, saying they're too narrow. Frederick Chandler was issued a £100 penalty charge after parking at Hempstead Valley near Gillingham. The 69-year-old, who lives in Maidstone Road in Raynham, appealed on the basis that if a car parked either side of him, he'd be wedged in, but the appeal was rejected. Car park bosses are now saying they're looking into the issue. There are fears over the quality of a care home in Ramsgate after a watchdog found shortfalls in leadership and diabetic care. The Care Quality Commission inspected Brennan House Residential Home and also found a bathroom so cluttered residents were unable to use it. The facility has been rated requires improvement. Bosses say they're working with the Commission to make the necessary changes. A woman from Deal says she's been discriminated against after a leisure centre refused to take her payment for tennis lessons. Juliette Casciano has always paid cash at Tides in Park Avenue, but now the facilities are card only. She admits it's old-fashioned, but her money is still good. The government promised us years ago when the internet started that they would give us an exit strategy for the older folk, older folk, to always be, be able to get in without the dreaded internet. We can't do it. I even forget my password. How am I supposed to do that? And it's just too difficult. And I just think it's total, totally utter discrimination of no, you're too old, you can't do it, goodbye. And also, spoken a little bit down to, you know, they treat us a little bit like children, which is not how should we should be treated if you've lived 80 years. You know, we need a little bit of respect, and I really don't know why they don't give us that. But it's no, it's a little step on the knuckles. No, sorry, we don't do that. Goodbye. And that's really it. I need to fight for cash to be kept alive. Cash is, is our society. Cash is our way of life. It was our way of life for years and years and years. And those beautiful northerners who we tend to disregard up there are just salt of the earth because they have their little jars to put their gas money in, to put their rent in, to put their electric in, and they don't go into debt. They never go into debt. And that is a good example for our teenagers to jolly well learn from the beautiful northerners who some people think are probably thick because we think we're it in the southeast. But they're gold. They know how to live. They don't go into debt. They don't have HP, HP, that ages me. Um, and this is, the, the underlying thing is I want to be free again. I want to keep my freedom and I'm not free anymore. And I can't even go to a restaurant anymore because they, they, they want us to pay with a card. And if they don't put cash, no cash taken, I eat and I leave. And you want to see them run up the street after me. They soon take my cash then. 
So please, for God's sake, let's teach our future generation to keep that cash going. Juliet has contacted head office who confirmed they will not accept cash or cheques. The area's MP has asked council to reinstate cash options and has also told the Chancellor about it. Kent Online reports. A former Dartford footballer's going to be on Love Island. Tyreek Hyde will be heading into the villa for the latest series, which starts next month. The 23-year-old says he'll bring vibes, confidence, good energy and honesty. And if you've ever wondered why Bromley and Bexley are considered London and not Kent, then we have the answer. Despite having Kent postcodes and BT area codes, the creation of the two boroughs in 1965 meant that large amounts of the Kent population found themselves classed as London. It creates confusion and debate among residents to this day, with people split on whether it's better to be part of the capital or not. Kent Online Sports. England's Test Cricket head coach has hinted Kent's Zach Crawley will start the Ashes regardless of how he gets on against Ireland this week. His position as opening batter is under scrutiny as he's failed to make at least a half a century in his last eight international innings. The match against Ireland at Lords starts on Thursday. Still with cricket and Kent welcomes Somerset to Canterbury later for their next game in the T20 Blast. It follows a defeat to Surrey at the Oval on Friday night. The host batted first at the Oval and scores an impressive 2.23. Kent were unable to reach the target and lost by 41 runs. That's despite half-centuries from Tawanda Muyeye and Daniel Bell Drummond. That's all from us today. Thank you ever so much for listening. Don't forget, you can follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. You can also get the details on the top stories direct to your email each morning via the briefing. To sign up, just head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.